Ever tell you about my boss who came into work drunk, I think 90% of the time that he was my boss? No. no. So he was an angry fellow, and he was a single dude, and he lived alone, and he'd always come into work at like 10.30 in the morning or 11, wearing sunglasses inside, and just like acting like he hated everything. Uh, was not fond of loud noises. Um, couldn't really tell how bloodshot his eyes were because he had sunglasses on, but I'm pretty sure he just kind of drank himself to sleep every night and then came in when he woke up the next morning hungover. Not a great time. Not a good time for him. Anyway. Probably not. No. Probably not. No, definitely not. Keep it light. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> All right, so we're more here to talk about the Star Wars, specifically Rise of Skywalker, otherwise known as ROS, which is also rodents of unusual size. Actually, that's R-U-S. Never mind. Forget that. Ross. Roz. Possibly. So we um talked about this on the Discord quite a bit. Had a somewhat discussion about it. Didn't want to get too far into it because of the pod. But bottom line, I have some opinions and Duddles has some opinions and they don't agree. And Samacron is somewhere in the middle. So we figured we'd get three people on the pod to discuss it from different points of view. Which I think is going to be interesting. And who wants yep. to go first? Well, I actually did this wrong. I was trying to do my homework. I went and saw Cats. Ah, of course I you did. I saw the wrong movie. <laughs> I think that's why we have such di wildly different opinions about <laughs> about the plot line. <laughs> I just does cats have a plot line? No. Uh, apparently, no it's plot. just a bunch of horny cat people. I, I, <laughs> I think I they're planning on patching that in <laughs> with God, the rest yeah. of their updates. <laughs> so I did listen to a pod about cats, and effectively, the original musical was there were these poems by T. S. Eliot from the twenties. He wrote about cats for his grandkids, and they got published. And for some reason, Andrew Lloyd Webber was like, "This will make a musical." And he did it, and it was hugely yeah. popular, but there is no plot, because there is no plot. Yeah, and then they're like, do you know what we should do? We should get some, you know, B-list actors and -list. make them, like, pretty naked. Yes, A-list. Idris Elba's in there. You respect Idris Elba, good sir. Yeah, no, I love him, but I mean, I, would you consider him an A-list celebrity? He's been banding around to be the next Bond. I think Idris Elba's legit. He's already yeah, oh yeah. said he's not going to be. Okay, but, I'm just but he would have been. He would have been perfect. But if you're a C list or a B list, you don't get suggested seriously to be the next Bond. Is all I'm saying. Uh, Daniel Craig was an A list before he was Bond. Then all of a sudden he is. Pierce Brosnan wasn't either. You know, like these guys became A list actors because of that role, right? No. How far do we want to get into this <laughs> thing? <laughs> We've got time. Look, Daniel Craig is not just some rando who they decided to make James Bond. He has a B-list is really huge. B-list is still a very, very, very famous person. Okay, so tell me one person who's an A-list and one person who's a B-list. Okay, like Tom Cruise A-list. Okay, fine. Like got it. literally Idris everyone in the world. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, exactly. Like compare him to Tom Cruise. Like that's or, or like. Uh, okay, so for you, A-list is worldwide recognized. They show up yeah, on the street like, of like Malaysia, and everyone's like Tom Cruise. Yeah, like oh my god, John Travolta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like I loved you in Greece. Okay, you know, like that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. No, um, I got it. So in that case, fine. Idris yeah. Elba is not that level. Of a list, no, and he will be though. He's a phenomenal actor. He he's had a great career. And yes. he's in a, he, like everybody recognizes him. That's why he's B list. Like, but not everybody knows his name. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Anyway, um, where did we? Uh, James Corden, you would say is okay. I would say he's B list. Uh, mm. Taylor yeah. Swift is in there. Taylor Swift yeah. Oh, yeah, is worldwide yeah. recognizable. 
Yes. Oh, there, uh, yeah, I saw a joke. Someone was saying, so like Taylor Swift was right whenever she wrote that song saying I was going to be like the centerpiece of your bad dream or whatever because I watched <laughs> Cats and it was a freaking nightmare. <laughs> That's funny. That's entirely fair. Anyway, uh, the point is, it's a bunch of people yeah. of mixed um, famousness dressing up in cat suits <laughs> and doing weird stuff. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, Star Wars. Star Wars. Well, does, apparently uh, the suits were CGI. Wouldn't surprise the cats, me. The cat suits? That's what I Star read. Wars. The cat suits are CGI. Like the yeah, apparently they're just everything. like CGI'd naked cats. Mm-hmm. But like wearing tom hat, top hats or something for That's no reason. Ridiculous. Okay. It's the from what I, I get. It is just a sexualized like <laughs> atrocity. The thing I don't get is the cats still have human hands. Yes, they sure do. They don't have paws. They don't give them paws. Like that freaks me out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. My, my other favorite, my other favorite review is like, so I'm not much of a cats person, but then I watch this movie, and I don't think I'm a movie person either. <laughs> Oh, that's great. <laughs> so Copenhagen Doss really wanted us to watch Cats so we could see how much we hate it. I think this is as close as we're going to get, man. That's about uh, it. I I'm going to watch it. it. I'm just, I'm not going to, like, go to the theater to watch it. Even though oh, a lot yeah, of people said same. you need to because it's, like, it, it's that much more awkward because you're watching it with, like, a group of other people, you know? Like, yeah, I'll, I would right. go in and literally just sit next, like, you know, empty movie theater, one couple there, I'd go sit right next to them. Just be like, we're going to do this together, guys. <laughs> yeah. I was at work today, and one of my coworkers said she watched The Witcher with her family, like, her, wow. her entire family. There's a lot of like, boobies in that. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, is there? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I never I never played the games, um, and I really want to. From what I understand, they're amazing. Yes. Uh, so I watched, like, the first like 10 10 20 minutes of it uh and it looks promising you know but like i just feel like i'm not gonna get as much out of it as people who like were obsessed with the game well yes well, mo- it's actually most of the people i yeah oh, uh, books. books and most people are obsessed with like the third game like the yep. second game from what i hear is fine but the third game is like amazing and this is all set before the third game so okay that's so true. Yeah. so it's based off the books not off the games the books are old. They're like late 80s, early 90s. This Polish author created this whole series of The Witcher of Gaddy and his adventures. And then at some point, they're like, hey, can we make video games about that? And he's like, video games? What a passing fad. And he's like, fine. <laughs> Just pay me like, I don't know, 10,000 bucks. We'll call it good. And then The Witcher 3 sells like a bajillion copies, and he's kind of upset about that. Yeah, it, <laughs> it's, it's apparently one of the best. It, it's, it's, it's widely regarded by a lot of people as the best storyline video game ever made, right? Uh, yeah, I've got 170 hours in Witcher 3, so I'm, I'm oh, so all like on it. board. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do, and I talked about this again on the Discord and Twitter a little bit. Here's the problem. I'm coming at it from someone who loves Geralt of Rivia as the Witcher from the third, uh, from the third game, which they do a great job about. Great job about developing him as a character and showing him as like a human and not just some like random monster hunter with no friends. So I come into it liking Geralt already, but then the show does literally nothing to help you see him as a human. He's a weirdo. He's an outcast. He talks to his horse. He doesn't have any friends. He's mean to his bard friend. So I just I wish so they'd done a better job with it in the show, making him less of a monster slash monster hunter and more of a human being. So he's the 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 guy in Frozen who was raised by trolls. Um. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. <laughs> That guy no, has friends. 
think that makes friends <laughs> in well, the first Frozen they're movie. rocks. He's friends but, with rocks. Yeah. <laughs> but he has human skills. Like, in the show, Geralt talks. just shows up at a, a bar and everybody hates him. And then he almost gets in fights and then leaves. Yeah. Like, that's, that's all that's it is. That's where I stopped. Right. I saw that and I was like, I was like, okay, this is going to require... But I, I just knew I didn't have the attention span for it at the time. So I was like, I'm. this isn't like a light watching. I have company over, but I can totally get away with watching this. So I had to turn it off. Yeah. Fair. Um, so anyway, I saw this movie the other day. Mm. It was uh, Mark Hamill was in it um, for like a minute. <laughs> so like a hot minute, yeah. So, All right, so okay, I'm going to get started with Star Wars. So real quick, that's my whole review. Everything that happens at it happens for a hot minute. Yeah. It is I, a and that's, sequence we, I agree of 30 second scenes. You know, and, yes. and everybody who I spoke to says the same thing. And it's it's like, here's what my hypothesis is what happened. J.J. Abrams was handed a steaming pile of dog shit from The Last Jedi. Like, I mean, even I, I don't even hate The Last Jedi that much, but, like, coming from a plot perspective, like, Force Awakens set up this story arc, then the what's-his-face came in, uh, John something, Ryan right? Johnson. I forgot his name. Ryan Johnson. Ryan jo- yeah. Hmm. He came in and was like, do you know what? All of your plans, d- I don't like them. And just, like, derailed everything. Yep. And made just and it it by itself it wasn't bad, but as a saga it was a dumb movie. It was just stupid. Like that movie was just really poorly done. So so JJ Abrams has to come back and like try to fix it because for some reason he didn't just do the whole trilogy, you know. That I I probably it would have been so much better if he just did the whole trilogy. Um and so he came up and he like had to do like a four hour movie. You know, that's what it would take for him to make this right. He brings the producers. Producers are all like, oh, cool, yeah, I really like that, but um, can you go ahead and make it two hours? And so what he did is he kept everything and just compressed it into a two-hour film <laughs> because it's just like, yeah, that movie starts, and it's like it's like turning a treadmill on full speed and just running the entire time, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just so rushed. Now, now, in certain parts of it, like, I really liked the intro. I, I liked, and I know that's a lot of people's complaints, was it just started off too like, like, you hit the ground running. I loved just, like, it following Kylo Ren around for, like, ten minutes. And mm-hmm. just, like, action, 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 and him, and him it kind of exploding. It was, like, a two-month, you know, time frame of him all wrapped up in, like, 20 minutes, just showing... This just kind of shows you, hey, what's the day-to-day life like for Kylo Ren? And, and it showed you, and I think that was cool. You know, like, that's him outside of these big, you know, he's not just sitting on a Star Destroyer, like, plotting to blow up planets. He's doing other things. Uh, so, that's one thing. I'm gonna, but, I mean, what I what I really don't like about it was, we talked about some of it, like, the fan service. Uh, some of it was, like, just ob- obnoxious. Um, other parts, other ones not so, you know, I'm, I'm torn. I like some. Some I, some I like less. Uh, like the metal being given to Chewie, I feel like they should have just not done that. Uh, <laughs> no. I, I'm actually on the opposite side of that. I don't mind that because I don't think it's like, oh, here, Chewie, we owed you this medal from 40 years ago. I feel like it's like the one prized possession Leia kept of her husband. Yeah, because it was Hans. Yeah, so that's so, and, and, and then that, it's like the family family heirloom going to like the last living member of that family. Like I have right. a problem with that. That that's sweet. But it, but the reason they did that is because fans were upset because Chewie didn't get a medal, you know. I've, and and New I've literally never heard a fan upset that Chewie didn't get a medal. 
Maybe that's what? just me. Are like you I've, kidding? I've somehow missed this. That's that's a big thing. That's like a big meme. Is like they've got everybody standing like, up there at the end of New Hope. They're playing trumpet music. The humans get medals, yeah. and the other guy, who's non-human, who did just as much as the other guys did, gets no medal. It's a huge yeah, thing. It's, it, yeah, the whole I, point I, is I, that I, like everybody's racist against Wookies. Yeah. Look, I get I get the the rationale that Chewie should get a medal. I'm on board. I've just never heard of this complaint. Huh. Right? Well, no, that was it was a big deal. It's it's no. it's it's like number two only to like uh you know Han shot first. That's like yeah. that's like the only other that's like the other big thing I think from the original trilogies that you know the had outrage. Um, hmm. Well, that outrage is only because Luke has dinkered around with it twenty years later. It's not right. from original New Hope. Like he shot exactly. First. and then Lucas came in later and switched it up, and that's what they were mad about. So yeah, as far and as they switched it up again. New- what? <laughs> they, yeah, you the, know that they on, on the Disney Plus version they they edited that scene again. How'd they change it? Mm-hmm. Um. So like, what's his name? Grease or whatever. Greedo. Whatever. Greedo. Yeah. He like yells a word that literally like even people who were like writers and stuff for it they like went back and talked to other people and like that and everybody's like yeah I don't know what that word means they like added he like said something. What is what is he? You're losing us. But what's the intent here? The intent is that he yelled something. Ma- that- McClunky. Greedo says McClunky. What the crap? So right before he gets shot. So what's the relevance? They just added it. What? Why? He didn't say that before. They just put. They just. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if you watch the new Disney Plus streaming service, you'll distinctly hear the alien shout McClunky before he's famously <laughs> shot by Han Solo. But why? I know, and that's, but that's the thing. Literally, no, no context. Nobody said, one second, here's a video, too. Please. Oh, uh, this is See, media cannot be played. Oh, come on. That's the like thing that does make sense until? about, like, Lucas going back and editing stuff. Like, nobody would have complained if he had, like, the special edition, Chewie gets a medal. They just, like, Photoshop a medal onto him. Nobody would have said anything. They would have been like, okay, fine. (laughs) But instead, they're, like, putting stormtroopers on dinosaurs. Wait, they did that? Yes. Oh, right, on Tatooine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, they're writing blurgs. Hold on, I just realized this. So in The Mandalorian, there are blurgs on Tatooine, but I'm not sure that's what the Stormtroopers are writing in the Specialized Editions. I don't know. How does Stormriders... <laughs> he, he says McClunky! He totally says McClunky. What in the name? So the, no, they're writing uh, dewbacks. They're not blurgs, because blurgs are two legs, and dewbacks are four legs. Yes. So it's, they're different. All right, All right gonna, so, so overall... I if on a scale of ten, I give it a seven out of ten, maybe a seven point five. Where do you put Force um, Awakens? Right, probably a seven point five, maybe maybe, yeah, right around the same. Okay. Um, prequels are like Phantom Menace. I give it a hard four. Um, Clone Being Wars, generous, like, I see. Uh, Clone <laughs> Wars gets a it gets a five, and then uh, Revenge of the Sith gets a six. Okay. Like so, mm-hmm. I think I think that the new the new trilogy is ultimately better than the prequels, um, mm-hmm. but that's again like it's it's like saying that the new movie is better than the last Jedi. It's, you're not setting the bar very high whenever you say right. that. 
Um, right. But I mean, I, there's there's some there's some elements of the prequels that I absolutely love, and there's there's elements about the new trilogy that I love. There's things a prequel had. There's like a um, like kind of like a magic fantasy sense to it, where the new movies like tried to have grit and you know, I, I know this is a cliche, but like they tried to be too funny. Um, which is annoying because it's it's different. Like in the the original trilogy, yeah, there the, it was funny, but it was funny in a way that wasn't like a they weren't writing it because they're like, okay, now here's the part where we make the audience in the movie theater laugh, but nobody's ever gonna laugh at it again. Which is like the most Disney Marvel kind of thing to do, mm-hmm. like where it's like, hey, here's a moment that doesn't actually fit in the movie, but since you're gonna see it the first time, you're gonna be like, that was surprising, <laughs> like like the and God in the Last Jedi the intro and where he's like can you can you hear me now oh maybe it's on your end okay i'll hold like that was that was so stupid it was bad it was <laughs> bad in the theater i don't hear people laughing now, I, I saw it and i was like oh i can't believe this made the cut for them like that's them not taking it seriously you know but right, so in the new this in, movie's in, version is they fly now yeah they fly now they fly now and then yeah, if you right, look but that at the was, canon, there have been flying stormtroopers for 40 years. Shut up, all of you. I hate every single person in this entire movie. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. yeah. And you'd yeah. think the stormtrooper would know that. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you'd think. Uh, uh, what can I say? Yeah. They were all doing drugs. I mean, that that literally takes place at Burning Man. All right? That's, yeah, that's fair. That festival. Yeah, that's, that's Burning Man. Star Wars went to Burning Man for no reason. And that's funny because they probably didn't even tell anybody. It's like, that's just how everybody was dressed. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? sighs> so here's the problem with the story structure and why this went all bad. Instead of having somebody who had an overarching vision of how this trilogy should go, they said, we're going to hire J.J. Abrams for the first movie because he's good at getting things started. And he was. Force Awakens is a great movie. It's a rehash of New Hope, but it got everybody back into the Star Wars mindset and people enjoyed it. And I saw it two or three times mm-hmm. in theater and enjoyed it every time. It was derivative, but it was good. And then they're like, who's yeah. another good director out there? Oh, Ryan Johnson has a great resume. Let's have him, him do the second movie. And then he said, I'd like to burn everything down, please, and make my own movie outside of this trilogy. And they were like, oh, yeah, that, sh- that sounds great, Ryan Johnson. Why don't you do that? Let's change everything that Abrams set up in the first movie, burn it to the ground, and then we'll see how things go. And it made about $500 million less than The Last Jedi did, and they panicked. And Kathleen Kennedy said, oh, no, oh, no, what can we do to make the money back? So we're at the two billion mark instead of the hundred and one billion and five hundred million mark. Let's bring J.J. Abrams back, a man legendarily unable to end story satisfactorily, and see if he can do that for us. It's the worst mismanaging of Star Wars property I've ever seen. It is a worse mismanagement than the prequels, because at least Lucas had an idea of what he was trying to do in the prequels. There was nobody in charge of this trilogy who said, "Here's what we're trying to do," other than make a whole ton of money. That's it. That's the that's the entire plan I mean, they had. Technically accurate, yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I actually 100% agree with you. <sighs> Even though I think when it comes to J.J. Uh, Abrams, you know, he he's he's notorious for not only not doing a satisfactory ending, he's notorious for just not ending it. Yes. Right. We like, have about you this... seen the Star Trek movies? What? Right. Where did where are those going? Like, he he came up with these glorious ideas. He he is the best person to start a project. Period. Yep. 100%. Um, but I think. Looking, especially whenever you keep in mind his his uh, cinematography or like whatever, like his his uh, portfolio, if you will, it was a pretty good. He he closed it. I think he did pretty good. Yeah, but just like, by doing it Return been way of worse. the Jedi, 
He comes in, does Force Awakens by rehashing New Hope, and ends it by rehashing Return of the Jedi down to the molecular level here. This is Return yep. of the Jedi in every possible way. It is. Hey, yeah, the Darth I, Vader character sequence, yeah. turns back to the good side and helps kill the Emperor. Literally the Emperor. Yes, he sure did. What? <laughs> how did we do that again? How <sighs> How are we going back to the same well? Oh, because it's J.J. Abrams, who also, within the Star Trek universe, just remade Wrath of Khan down to the molecular level. It's so yeah. dumb. He's bad at this. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I get I really do get a lot of the complaints. Um, I think that we hold Star Wars on a criticism level differently than literally any other movie. Like if 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 this exact movie were to have taken place, but it didn't involve like like instead of the Jedi, it was just like something, you know, very similar things and just wasn't Star Wars staple canon saga. People would have been like, dude, you need to watch this movie. It was pretty great. You know, but like since it's Star Wars mm-hmm. and like people and i do it too it's it's different you watch the movie differently and i never understood that because the original trilogy was it really that good or is it just iconic (laughs) no uh new hope and empire strikes back are that good right empire strikes back is one of the best movies ever made i yeah for sure but the reasons it's good is is not like like if they were to make that movie now in 2019 people would not like, I mean, yeah, it would make a crap ton of money and people would love it, but the internet would go absolutely nuts on how stupid it was. <laughs> you know, because they're dumb. Because they're what, dumb but what complaints would they have? Um, well, well, Return of the Jedi for sure would have been really Yeah, no, bad. we're talking um, about Empire, though. Yeah, Empire, uh, I think they would have just been like... Uh, man, I... The ending, I think people would have been upset, even though, in my opinion, I, th- I liked the ending because the ending had balls. It was like, yeah. hey, the good, you know, good guys didn't win this one. Um, yep. I, the, the acting, like, like whenever Luke gets his hand cut off, they'd have been like, hell, and then he just jumps down and, like, he, like, falls down, like, you know, 40 stories and just, like, lands, and then he's in space, but he's able to just, like, hang out outside. And airplanes don't make noise in space. Like, uh, so I don't understand why, like... Do one in space, they're in clouds. Yeah, like, why why do the good guys have red lasers, but the bad guys have green lasers, but then the good guys have green lightsaber? Like, it's just, people would just be stupid. (laughs) You know? I don't know. I think the internet hasn't enough time to critique Empire, and it really hasn't happened yet. So I think it's a fine movie. Also, Lucas didn't direct it. When you ask why is it a good film, it's because Lucas didn't direct Empire. That's why it's Did he good. really not? He didn't. Yeah. He, he directed it. I think to be fair. Kasdan. To be fair, New Hope was also a terrible movie until someone else saved it in the edit and then uh, yeah. John Williams in the music, right? It wasn't Lucas. Lucas had this great idea of a world. Yep. Right? Which you didn't intend to flesh out in any way. No. But He's an idea guy and a visual effects guy, and he is genius at both of these things. When it comes down to executing and creating a film, he's donkey balls. So Lawrence Kasdan wrote and directed The Empire Strikes Back, and he's got a killer resume. Anyway. Send me a link for his um, page, please. Yeah, yeah. Wikipedia or whatever. IMDb or whatever you got. So opinions aside, I want to talk about Snoke. Okay. Okay. Right. So, so he's super dead. So Snoke yes. was yeah, yeah, he's super dead. Yeah, and he was dead in the last one, but then we find out that he's like a clone. But what who's he clone of? 
Now, is he just a creation, or is it? Because in my, I have a theory, and this is stupid, but this is my theory. So, in the prequels, we talk about Darth Plagueis, the Wise, the wise. right? And in the same conversation, he talks about, you know, there are things you can do in the dark side that everybody else would consider, you know, the Jedi would consider it unnatural. Um, and mm-hmm. so two things. A, I, I think that Snoke was actually, like, a clone of his previous leader. And that's why he looked like crap. That's why he was, like, kind of looked like he was decomposed body. is because he, like, that's the that's the body they were given to, to clone. So they were able to replicate that and give it life and put the metachlorian count and like memories and stuff and establish it through some evil dark, you know, dark side of the force way. And that mm. also makes me think that that this um, Palpatine isn't the same person who was thrown, you know, just thrown off over the uh, off, off the Death Star ever, because right. like that body's gone, <laughs> right? Like that, uh, there's no recovering that body. Um, I think that they were able to clone him like the Sith. Uh, on the planet, like all the things that were doing things, I think that he was a clone himself of Palpatine, and was able to bring himself back into full power by absorbing the life force of Rey and Kylo Ren um, because of their linked force bond that they had. Because apparently right. that that's like food for cloned, decomposing, half dead, sure. dark so, side Sith. So Palpatine at the end of this movie is the original, or is just another clone? I think that he's a clone. Okay, because I've seen theories that he's the original, and he's just been sending out like, oh, he sent out a young sheaf to, uh, you know, go and establish the empire. That inevitably somewhere along the way, that guy gets killed, and he just sends out another one to run the empire. But and he's so, just been kind of puppeteering stuff, and then it goes, oh, everyone knows the uh, sheaf is dead. I know, I'll create this guy Snoke out of like, and you know, it's still a Palpatine clone. It's just that, oh, I'm gonna fuck up his face a bit. Yeah, maybe. Um, I feel like I feel like he would have been a lot smarter, though. He would have he wouldn't have been fooled by the the, the lightsaber trick. Because um, I mean, this guy outforced Yoda. He outforced like the only person he didn't beat was Mace Windu because he like he was an idiot in that fight. You know, because right. he gets he gets so power hungry that he just keeps on trying to force. He he uh, he he Siths the way that I play StarCraft. Like, I will just keep on making Zerglings and throwing them at a wall that has, like, eight shield batteries on it and, like, immortals and stuff. I'm like, I'm not getting in the wall. I'm dying. I'm losing the game more the more I do this. But he just keeps doing it. You know? And, like, that's that's how he that's how he killed himself. He's just like, more Zerglings! And just... <laughs> Unlimited Zerglings. Yeah, they had, they had yeah. like, one Banshee. You know? <laughs> you just, you're just dead, dude. Um... Because he did that twice. I, I, I don't know if I like that he did that twice because he didn't learn his lesson from last time, you know, mm. with the window. Well, well, I mean, that wasn't him. That was the other, like, he doesn't retain his clone's memories. Well, how, I guess how maybe does he, he does. have the, the art, you know, but he was also has, like, the white, you know, I've been electrocuted and have this face now look to him. He, there was a lot wrong with him there. Like, his fingers were missing. What's up with that? Like, electricity can do that. Right, so why why couldn't that screw with the rest of his skin? So it just happens to be the exact same skin as the the clone of him was. I I, I don't know. We're not told. <laughs> how how is he still alive after forty years? Right. The he, dark he's side just been, of the force. Right. I'm, I'm just do it. Do um, it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I I don't know because. 
He could be the original. He might be a clone. I don't know. Also, who are all the people on Exegol? Like, all the hooded people that we yeah, don't Yeah, that's what I'm see. saying. I think the, they're are the they ones who clones? are handling the cloning. Um, they could be. They they look like they're super dead. You know, like, they're, like, undead mm. looking. Right. And it, what about building all the Star Destroyers? Who did that? That one I don't like. Though. I didn't like how... That's one thing I about these movies is sometimes I think that you can over-grand it, you know? It's, like, too mm-hmm. much. So they had, like, like the, the just, you know, 8 million Star Destroyers all of a sudden. It was intimidating and looked cool, but it was like, how did they, how did they build this? <laughs> you know? <laughs> I think, I, I think in, like, I've only seen it once, but uh, at the very start where Kylo finds Palpatine, he, Palpatine says he conjured them, like he conjured them from force with magic. <laughs> That's that's I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it at all. No, no, um, neither do I. But then, then afterward, then they get like you know they show up and the entire galaxy is there. Like everybody who owns a uh, owns a spaceship is there to fight. You mean the end game right. battle? The end. battle? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, it was it was very end game. It was it was very it's been done. It was just like it was just kind of cheesy. I think and it, cheesy is fine though because Star Wars is cheesy. Yeah, it, it is, was just but there's cheesy and there's we've seen this done better in other places recently yeah it's like i'm you know i'm surprised they didn't start having like i mean they kind of did they just didn't have that many characters that are alive like i'm surprised like they didn't have like the mandalorian show up you know like mando i looked for his ship i looked his his ship ship, his ship was in there yeah i didn't Um, see it but i've heard that it's uh but it's it's like and it doesn't necessarily because it's his model ship is there yeah yeah yeah. see but that's the difference between the mcu and star wars is the mcu Everybody shows up, and we know who they are, and it's awesome because right. we have history with these characters. And in Star Wars, when they do it, hey, everyone's here. Who's that? Well, L- Lando, and um, well, yeah. oh, well, oh, we introduced I, these five characters else. earlier in the movie. Yeah, and like and I, Boba Freak, like being in the in the cockpit. Boba with Freak, face. dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, don't get Carrie me wrong. Russell. I loved him. Me too. I did not. He's adorable. I, I like and Boba. Boba, what? Yeah, totally. Boba Freak. I just the. He was good. Um, that like one thing J.J. Abrams really knows how to do is comic relief, or like I guess the, whoever the writing was on it, um, because like C three PO is, is that's all you need. Jar Jar was a mistake, you know. Like Finn and Poe, overkill I think, in some some of the ways that they're like comic or like you don't need that much comic relief. You have C three PO and R two D two, and they're it perfect. Was a lot then you of add someone like Boba Freak. Yeah, and and yeah, that, that and then he's great because he's interacting with the droids because like when C three PO gets rebooted, and it's like hello, I'm you know C three PO human cyborg relations, and then he's like hello, I'm Boba, like that was hilarious. Mm-hmm. I still mm-hmm. think that's funny, but then yeah. you have you know like <laughs> as we said earlier, oh they fly now, they fly now, they fly now, <laughs> like okay. I just my biggest <laughs> complaint from the movie is that it never did the work to make us care about anything that was happening. I think they just... Have the time to. Yeah. That's it. That's, that's it. They went from place to place to place to place. Hey, look. There's a spy. Hux is the spy. Here's a sentence about his motivation. Now he's dead. That is the entirety right. of the Hux. This is a spy storyline. That's all we get. It's 34 seconds of content. And then we have, mm-hmm. oh no, Ray blew up Chewie on that transport. And I was like, oh my gosh, Star Wars is going places. Nope. No, yeah. no, no. Three minutes later, Chewie's totally fine. Just kidding. Sorry for making you think there was actually consequence to action in this movie. 
Wow. That didn't get me. That didn't get me in the theater because I'm like, well, I've seen the trailer and Chewie flies with Lando, See, and that hasn't that's happened. That's why you yet. don't watch trailers. Is because they ruin everything. Yeah. Somicron. So, but well, I yeah, <laughs> I agree. I was I loved that because I was like, oh my god, this movie just got balls. Yeah, and, and then they tossed it away like it was garbage. This doesn't know nope, because sorry. I was legitimately I wasn't thinking about the previews. I was I was just you know I was pretty immersed in it my first watch. So I was like my heart sank. I was yeah. like oh god. I was like Ray, like, what did you he's, do? He's, yeah, and, and I love that it was out. Ray who did it. Yeah. It was super cool. Yeah, that that see that there that storyline like if it was just really more focused on Ren and Ray it would have been a better movie but like whenever they were fighting it, and, and probably and definitely in the trilogy it was the best lightsaber duel was, was yeah. them Ray and the, Kylo um, that was that was great yep. but I didn't feel that fight at all no. I wasn't like oh I bet she's gonna get killed like no I was literally just waiting for them someone to lose an arm there's <laughs> you know, <I> like <laughs> there were not any scenes that had any emotional impact because they never took any time to set it up they never gave time to the, breathe they never had a 30-second conversation between two people. It was go, 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 go the whole time, and it the, was the, bad. There's one scene that has emotional impact. All right. One. Go. It's Chewie screaming and falling to his knees when he yeah, finds out was, like everyone in his family's dead. Okay. That's yeah, literally that the... Was, and here's the thing. Was, the only reason it has emotional impact is because there were like five other movies yes, that set it up. Exactly. <laughs> Nothing in this movie set it up at all. That was him pulling on everything we knew and everything we felt from the previous films to get something here. It's cheap. Mm. All cheap. There's mm-hmm. no work done in this film. Also, how about this? Hey, here's the snowy planet we spent ten minutes on. We know exactly two characters who live here. And oh no, one of the Death Star ships blew it up. Crap, those two people we cared about are dead. Don't you feel bad about them? Oh, just kidding. Nope, they're totally fine. And for somehow, some reason, here at this final battle, even though we specifically learned from Carrie Russell person, she didn't have a way off the planet because she gave it to the heroes. But you know what? Uh, they're here. The man, she, no, they're she didn't fine. have a way into the. She didn't she have didn't a way have into a way. the colonies. Right. She didn't have a way past like the blockade. She had a ship. Yeah, she she could there. she could get out. Now, and she she what? could totally leave that planet. She couldn't like, get she couldn't go to the colonies. That's what they're saying is like going because to get to the colonies you have to go through the empire, um, or through the first order, something along those right. lines. Right, like she had her own ship, but the coin like the magic doohickey yeah. that she hands to Finn, <laughs> the captain uh, captain's coin, yeah. Right, the 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 incredible security breach. Yeah. Right. Yep. She gives that away, but not her ship. Like, yeah, no, I know. Fine, but anyway, you, look, the point is, they showed us a planet where it got blown up, and we knew people who were there. But just kidding, they're not actually there, and they're not dead, and they're fine. Right. Surprise. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was that was lame because it was like, like, why do we? Care? They can't even kill a planet no. and actually kill a character off. No, right. But, I mean, the entire planet exploded. Yes. The, the entire planet exploded, and no one who's force sensitive went, "Huh, I felt that." Yeah, no. But Finn, we didn't. who's just a dude, is like, "Raise on that ship," you know. Yes. Or, well, it's like, be- uh, that's it. He has a feeling. There is no time. The scene in A New Hope when Alderaan gets blown up, and Obi Wan's like, "Oh, I just felt something," and they spend some time on that. That's not a mm-hmm. passing like, "Oh, that was weird." Let's do something else now. They spent a good two, three, four minutes on the Millennium Falcon with Obi-Wan talking about what just happened, and Luke's concerned about it, and it actually has impact. Here, mm-hmm. we don't get anything like that. It is just yep. go, 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 go. I really wish there were the movie was, what, 45 minutes longer, so they could have paused 
and like let things sink in and have because a beautiful part of cinematography is silence sometimes yes there's just no let, silence let a moment sit yeah. um, like after after they thought Chewie died that should have been like there should have been major grieving going on could have been should have been could have been and it was Could've more been. just all like my my powers. <laughs> I yeah, I don't have I, control. I'm you, nobody knows me. <laughs> well, okay, then. you know his, well, his, go, his go ahead. Ray uses force lightning, right? Yes. Which it's like okay, she's a Palpatine. She has his powers, sure. But I thought like there were good powers and dark powers, but she just has a random smattering of both. Because she's a Palpatine, I, she's I, just I thought... so so Force Lightning. I mean, like that's not as that that is a dark side of the Force thing. Like because Doku du, or Count Dooku did it. Mm. Um, Yoda mm-hmm. did it. Like Yoda knows Yoda, how to do it. Yoda um, Yoda doesn't know how to do Force Lightning. He could capture and like send it back, but he couldn't produce it. I'm I, I, I'm sure he could. Um, you reckon? Okay, but here's the yeah, problem. Yeah, because it's, it's there, just there is no canon with the Force. Any discussion about what the Force can and cannot do is useless and futile because no one has ever sat down and written this down anywhere. There are no limits. Well, the Force can do whatever they need it to do. Yeah. Force right. healing? That's right. true. Whatever we need it to do. Right. Well, force <laughs> healing has been a thing for a while. Force teleportation? Like, you know, outside of Saga. Okay, but force teleportation. <laughs> whatever we need it to do, it does this now. Deal with it, nerds. Man, remember, remember whenever uh, they used force speed? One, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, Phantom and a, Menace, and, a Phantom away Menace from the and they're and they're like acted like it was an important thing, and then literally nobody ever did it again. Yep, yeah, bingo, <laughs> right, right. But here's the thing: Ray never uses Force Lightning ever again either, right? Because she doesn't want because that that's her losing control of her power. Mm, that sure. was that was pure unbridled power just coming out, and her just flexing and being consumed by it i thought that was mm. that was one of the best parts of the movie was and then that they and then terrible. they ruined you, you thought it. that was terrible then they ruined. yeah i thought it was terrible like it from up until like this trilogy i always thought that you needed to be dedicated in one like the light or the dark side of the force to have access to certain powers right dark side you get force lightning and the ability to choke people out really easily or you go light side and you get to do cool jedi mind tricks Right, like, but she's just like, well, I'm desperate because I really don't want Chewie to leave, even though later she can sense Chewie's on her ship and alive, but couldn't sense him on that one. Well, but right? that's not and, the whole point. Was she wasn't like, I don't want Chewie to leave at that moment. At that moment, she was kind of throwing a tissy fit because it was a power versus power struggle. She was arm wrestling essentially, yep. and she lost control of herself and then pulled into something that she didn't understand, and that it just so happened to be force lightning. Because she, she was just like using the force, because she's completely untrained. Like Leah trained her, and Leah, Leah, yeah, Leah, Leah. Sorry, I, I have a sister-in-law named Leah. Ah. Um, so Leah, <laughs> Leah trained her, and and I mean, like, yeah, I know. But she, Leah can use the force in the movies the same way that Finn can, right? Because no. it's like hinted at. No, we. She got it's trained, at, dude. She got training she did from get training. Luke Skywalker himself, which is, again, yes. introduced in this film, given 45 right. seconds to, and never talked about again. Because that's what right. this because movie they, is. Because they copped it out. Because in, in Return of the Jedi, they and they said, yeah, she she has the Force in her. She can, mm. She's Force-sensitive. She builds a and then, lightsaber. She's way more than Finn. 
You yeah, can't but, build a lightsaber saying, if you're not a Jedi. Up until this movie, that's where like we're just kind of told, "Hey, she can do it too." And now it's like, no. So yeah, then they go back and they're like, "Well, we have to have somebody train her." You know, yeah. Uh, Ray needs to get trained by somebody, so they're like, "Okay, what about Leia?" Yeah, <laughs> but I'm sure people were like, "What about Leia?" And then we got <laughs> 37 seconds and called it a day. They just mm-hmm. there are 800 ideas in here. JJ showed up to the Star Wars people and was like, "I have this script," and they said, "It can't be five hours, JJ." And he said, yeah. "Watch me." <laughs> he crammed <laughs> everything he could into here. It's insane. Yeah. I can't but uh, by the way, I do think that Finn it. is sort force sensitive. That's what he was going to tell Leia. Leia. Yeah. Or not Leia. That's what no. he was going to tell Ray. They. S- oh wait, wait, um, wait, wait, wait. When you're about to wait, die. When they're sinking. We're gonna die. I'm force sensitive. Well, that's good. Thanks for telling me. That's great. We're all dead. So what? No. Bam. That was clearly supposed to be the love plot. Yes. Like Ray, I never told no. you I loved you. Which they I don't yeah. know. So. Oh yeah. Dude, you think they're all dying, and his big thing he needs to confess is I'm force sensitive. <laughs> Why? I think Why so, on yeah. Earth? So what? <laughs> what does it matter? You know what people do confess when they're dying? Love. They confess love all the time. I I've read theories on both, and I forgot. I wish I could have it, but there's somebody who I spoke to who was just like that. No, like, and they explained why, and, I, and it was very, it was a very convincing story. Let me try to find it. Uh, <laughs> but why it's force sensitive? Like, yeah, no, he's force sensitive. Sec. I buy that. Okay. All right. Uh, y'all, y'all keep going. I'm, 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 I'm gonna find this. Okay. Okay. Uh, I mean, just to like take it back fifty minutes. Overall, I enjoyed the movie. I think for like popcorn and drinks, it was fine. <laughs> right. But I think The Last Jedi is a more easily fixable movie. I because if you start in this one to take apart the MacGuffins of like the Wayfinders and the coin and the dagger and the the massive chunks of Death Star that somehow exploded, like survived atomization that we see in Return of the Jedi, you end up with nothing, right? Like there isn't a cohesive thing to have, but there is at least that in The Last Jedi. I think it's far easier to fix that film than this one. But this one's more enjoyable to watch. I don't know how that works. <laughs> well, if you fix the first film, this this film would be completely different. Yeah. Right? Yes, it's true. Well, actually, no. I have a way to fix the Last Jedi, but still keep all the like ending elements in place. All right, go. Uh, I think I've explained it to you before, but basically, instead of like tracking through hyperspeed, you just have a spy, and then because Finn, I don't Finn Poe got like half the rebel fleet or bombers or whatever destroyed that's why holdo thinks it's him and won't tell him the story right won't tell him like the plan and then because it's not uh tracking through hyperspace you don't have to go to canto bite or any of the roast eco stuff and then you just ca- carry on the movie <laughs> right with them trying to find the play uh the spy and you have like a um like a cat and mouse hunt through the ship instead yeah it's better there's a lot of things you can do to fix Last Jedi, but I don't know. I just I think if you come to the video or come to come to Rise of Skywalker with the intent of I'm gonna see things that are cool, and I'm gonna see things that I like and I'm impressed by and I recognize from my childhood, and don't think about it too much, then it's enjoyable. It's a popcorn movie in that way. I just I've got mm. this list of things here that, like, 
are trying to appeal to the person who was a kid in the late 70s and 80s. Like, the Emperor is back. Huge. The Emperor was the big bad guy when you were a kid. The Emperor is awesome. Chewie gets a medal. He didn't get one in New Hope. That probably bothered you. Luke raises his X-Wing from the water just like he tries to do and fails to do on Dagobah, but he can do it now because he's a full Jedi. Isn't that awesome? Ray's watching the Double Suns on Tatooine just like Ray did, or just like Luke did at the start of A New Hope. Lando shows up for no reason. Where does he come from? Why is he on that planet? What is happening? It doesn't matter, but Lando's in this movie now. I it just yeah. It's there's the, so much of this. <laughs> um, I, okay, so I had a question. Uh, going back three points ago, I think. What was it? What was? Read out some of those points again. <laughs> like, the there was something back, I wanted to. gets a medal. Luke raises his X-wing from the water. Ray watches the double sun. Okay, that's it. That's it. Kay. That's it. That's it. That's it. Okay. Um, at the end of the last Jedi, does Ray know that Luke died? Like, I forget where she was because she was in the Falcon flying to pick up what's left of the rebels. Apparently, but turns out they've got a whole base on the forest she planet. She doesn't unless she was force sensitive about it. Right. So maybe, but then she, like, because when she like took, t- uh, like chucks a hissy fit and then goes to uh, Archtoe or whatever yeah, it's called, to the, the first another storyline that is super short. Go ahead, go ahead. Right, right. But I was thinking. If like it didn't hit me till because this these movies came out like two years apart that she might not have known that Luke was dead ah and she was just like I'm going back to my Jedi and then I was like but at the start of the movie she was like hanging out with Leia uh, Leia yeah. she would have like Leia knows he's dead it but like imagine if she gets there and finds that Luke's dead and didn't know her. right that how cool good. of a twist that would have been. been but we didn't and have then, time look, we didn't have time we had <laughs> one minute and forty seven seconds to devote to that part of the story and then we had to move on. Uh, yeah, like true. She shows up. She's burning her Tie Fighter. Luke's like, "Hey, I have all the answers to your problems. Let me give you some transport." And she is out of there so fast. It's bananas how fast this movie yeah. moves. I can't get away from how fast it is and how nothing matters. Nothing matters. Guess there, you so, don't have so enough time. <laughs> but just real quick, you don't have enough time to be like, "Oh no, Ray is exiling herself." That's so sad. How does she feel about this? What drove her to do this? What are her future plans? No, we don't have any time for that. She's back in the action instantly. Why have it at all? Oh, I know, because we needed Luke in this movie for some reason and some fan service to show him raising an X-Wing from the water so people will go, yay, look, Luke's raising an X-Wing just like I wanted him to. That's all this is. He, they just read the forums and read Reddit and Twitter and said, this is what people want. Let's force feed it to them for two hours and call it good. Okay, I'm done. You may now go. Uh. Uh, so anyway, Finn, <laughs> the actor, uh, John John Boyega, Boyega. Yeah, he I said, like no, Finn was n- wasn't going to say I love you before sinking, and uh, some other girl who went to like the Q&A after the initial release or whatever, spoke to J.J. Abrams, and he confirmed that Finn wanted to tell Ray that he was Force-sensitive. Okay, um, but that's dumb. That's all. Yeah, well, I'm not saying it was cool. <laughs> it, I'm just saying that's what that's what it was. But they didn't have time for it. And that's and that's and so in the thread here, yeah. people are saying it's like, yeah, but that's stupid. Like, why didn't they just? Why did they leave it open ended? And it's everyone's like, well, it probably just got cut out of the movie. <laughs> you know, this used to be four hours. They had to cut it. Wait, down. wait. <laughs> yeah, something actually got cut out of the movie. <laughs> Seriously. Oh uh. my gosh! I just I can't. I don't like the final scene in the throne room because it's such a rehash of Return of the Jedi. It's like our hero Jedi shows up, strike me down, and I'll be more powerful than you can imagine, blah, blah, blah. 
And then mm-hmm. the Darth Vader figure shows up, and he gets defeated a little bit, though he comes back, and they defeat the Emperor, and everybody wins. Like, and then, oh, and then the Darth Vader character dies. Amazing. True. It, note for note, exactly what happens oh. in Return of the Jedi. We even get Ewoks oh. celebrating at the end of this film, because it is so oh, much yeah, like Return of the goes, Jedi. And it goes planet to planet to planet. <sighs> yeah. Um, so and also he even like opens the roof up so he she can see like the star battle happening just like you just said it's like yes, when he opens the thing up for right Luke. return of the Jedi. <laughs> yeah. You also have a kind of like B side ground war going on instead of the Forest Moon of Endor. Yep. With the like the primitives, you now have the you know, the rebels or whatever fighting with horses, on their horses. because you have to <laughs> that have to have was some type so stupid. And I yes. like I like how they the exposition to why they needed a ground force is because they said that they just couldn't like they're like no but our our you know ex- much higher grade artillery on our airplane or in our spacecraft that are literally meant for dogfighting and shooting down airplanes and bombers and shit that we have in this in this fleet those are not able to shoot that satellite correct so we need you to get we need horses yeah so in what like right after he shoots that thing down. Poe flies by it like direct, like right next to it. <laughs> he, he goes, he goes <laughs> you know, it and it's like, oh man, if only we had the best pilot in outer space. Period. You know, here to <laughs> kill this thing, right? No, nope. <laughs> so yeah, but Finn needs to be in this movie too. So it's because <laughs> go ahead and put him on. It's because they're working backward. This would be cool. How do we make it happen? Mm, you know, it'd be cool. Mm-hmm. People riding horses on top of a star destroyer. How do we make that happen? I don't know. Just do it. Figure it out. Make it story relevant instead of going the other way around. It's just, it's bad. It's dumb. There's so much dumb in this movie. You know what they also did just like Return of the Jedi? Mm. So, you know, Boba Fett was like literally only cool because he had a cool outfit and that's everything else he did was stupid. That is correct. So, Knights of Ren. Same thing. Like, just (laughs) stood around looking cool. (laughs) Then it's like, oh, when it came down to fight, it's like insta-died. And also, these were, (laughs) they were all Jedi trained by Luke also. And then Kylo continued their training. And not a single one of them has, like, any sort a of a lightsaber. <laughs> you know, like... N- like and they all die like little bitches as soon as he gets a lightsaber. It's not even close. Because they don't it have lightsabers. Him, it takes him 32 <laughs> seconds to beat all of them. It's nuts. 32 yeah. seconds? It's one of the longest scenes in the movie, though. Now, it was it was almost... It was, like, a cool fight sequence before he had the lightsaber. I think it would have been a lot cooler if he killed him without it. Agreed. Yeah, I you know. Agreed. Yeah. I think that would have been a uh, really badass if they just made him just be like a badass and use their own weapons against them and stuff and just like even if it took him out that quick but like without the lightsaber that would have been way cooler. When we got the yeah. lightsaber it was like it was like know, oh now you're just overpowered. <laughs> you know. Do you know, do you know what would have been way cooler? Giving them something to do in the movie, yes. right? Besides Take, capture Chewie, like, but just oversee. Yeah. They Chewie don't even captured. capture him. Stormtroopers do it. Yeah, I mean they, they like, watch. <laughs> See, the, but that's the whole thing. They watch. They're like, hey, the Knights of Ren were pretty awesome. We introduced them in the first movie. They did nothing. They didn't exist in the second movie. Let's bring them back for some reason and have them accomplish nothing. Why? Why? Yep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, honestly, and, Kylo Ren yeah. walks into the throne room without having to fight the Knights of Ren. It changes nothing. It changes nothing in the film. 
Hmm. Right. I mean, here's the thing. It should have changed something. Yeah. Right? I think if yes. you go... Like, again, I think if you go back to, like, the snow planet that got destroyed, and there's, like, an Imperial occupation going on, and, like, they're all doing this search for the scavenger or whatever the code name they gave Ray. Um, have the Knights of Ren be, like, ruthless at tearing people down, and, like, even, to, like, you know, R- R- Kylo who's kind of having, like, these, like, pulls to the light side, right? He's trying to fight the, the urge to go good. And and then he gets to the throne room, and he's like, oh, these are my knights. He can tell them to stand down. And he's like, oh, no, these are ruthless killers that I've trained that have turned their backs on me. Like, and he's forced to kill, like, essentially his Padawans. That would be that better. Would be cool. That would be better if he was like, hey, guys, what's up? And they're like, no. But instead, it's antagonistic from the start. There's no, there's nothing to it. There's nothing to that at all. It's a boring fight scene. It doesn't mean anything. Well, and then Kylo as a whole. Okay, so Kylo Ren murders everybody in an entire solar system. Like, he's worse than Darth Vader in a lot of ways. He turns because his mom says Ben through the force and he gets stabbed in the chest by Rey. Is that what made him good? I mean, in, in, in essence, and, and yes. Ray then saving his life afterward, I think, really right. showed him that that was that that and because it. So what wasn't shown, what was implied is that she pretty much put herself in him, like Leia did. She was right. in she uh, all of her existence was in him, and that's why. So she hadn't fully died yet. That's why her body didn't disappear until his did, because she was living in him. So she was able right. to inspire good. She was able to like spark the memory of his father into where he's not hiding from his father because he killed him and it's because he could never go home because like he he uh you know he like took it too right. far I, I i honestly that that part of the movie i i kind of liked i liked i just yeah. liked his his character development was so the, much better than everybody else's um but it's so his, abrupt. His, that struggle it's so right. abrupt. It, it was abrupt right. but, it was but, abrupt. but i mean but kind of because that's the entire arc of the of the entire the trilogy was was him fighting with wanting to have a family and you know wanting power yeah and 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 then being corrupted by the dark side and like that was a constant turmoil for him mm. um i think what they were going for i don't like i came out of the movie thinking this but luke refused to give up on his on like vader and his dad saying that he can come back to life leia reaching out one last time was the same thing but to her son and after he got stabbed by Ray, he realized that if he continues on this path, he will die again, but permanently, and there will be no force ghosting for him. It's like a, a wake-up call for him that his parents will forgive him if he just lets go. Okay, but, like, switching to the good side because you want to be a force ghost in the afterlife is not a good reason to switch to the good side. That's really bad. Yeah. It's like, I'm afraid I mean, of I'm the sure afterlife. <laughs> what? No, well, no, it's not. Like, he still wants to be a good person. He wants to switch to the good side. He just doesn't think anyone will forgive him for killing billions of people yeah. and his dad. And he's absolutely correct about that. But except for except except for Leia, Leia forgives him, and Ray forgives him, and well, those are the only two people he interacts with other than Palpatine. So <laughs> fair, very fair. I just I don't know, man. Like he's a dude, and why didn't Leia do this force projecting thing? I don't know. Twenty years ago. <laughs> at what point does she decide now is the time to force project myself into my son and save him? Can't figure it out. It's just, it's zippy. And then he's just all good at the end. He's wearing, like, uh, an American Eagle outfit for some reason. I don't know, even know where he got those clothes. 
It's just abrupt. Everything in this, everything's abrupt. That's all it is. I can't take anything seriously because it doesn't ever stop to breathe at all. That's where I end on this. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, I think it was just too rushed. It, it was it was the potential of a great movie, and it was just mm-hmm. rushed to where we got a pretty pretty good movie, in my opinion. But like, a it just okay movie. yeah, it was pretty okay. It was it was better than it was better than bad. That's for sure. It's it's above the five sure. on the out of ten rating. I mean, yeah, I mean, the the technical skill in the production of the movie is still great, right? Like, I think Adam Driver's performance basically outshone everyone <laughs> yeah yeah i think he did a really good job for what he had to work with but you can't carry a film by yourself nope can't do that's the thing i don't have a problem with any of the casting i like everybody it's fine uh, i don't have complaints about anybody's acting whatsoever there was i have no complaints about that at all it's all writing it's all writing at speed at which things happen it's trying to get cheap emotional reactions from people when he didn't earn it it's just a lot so I don't know. I mean, I like to judge movies based on if I'm ever going to watch it again. And I'm never going to watch this again. There's never going to be a time where I'm like, huh, I'm going to revisit this experience I had back in 2019. I don't think it's ever going to happen. Do you think, is this better or worse than Game of Thrones? Oh Wrap my up. gosh. Uh, so, from that measurement, I'm never watching season 8 of Game of Thrones either. So, but, was you, but are you ever going to sit down and be like, man, I feel like watching seasons 1 through 7 or 1 through 6, whatever the last... It's like the last one was. Well, yeah, one through six counts. <laughs> uh, so basically, it starts getting bad in six, and seven and eight are not good, and then eight is really bad. But I could see okay. myself totally going back and sitting down and watching season three again. Absolutely. Right, but I mean, but like, mm. I'm going to watch the original trilogy of Star Wars again, you know? Yep. Yeah. Yep. And because they're good. Like, yep. I don't know. I'm going to watch Revenge of the Sith again, probably, because I think that's a good film. I'm never going to watch Attack of the Clones. <clears throat> I'm never going to watch Force Awakens or um, Phantom Menace. Yeah. So, have you seen? Uh, so, you know that the the before the tr- the new trilogy came out, they had the um, the machete order. Yeah. For watching Star Wars. Yep. I'm aware. Um, and so, what they in the in the genuine machete order, there's actually fan made edits where they pretty much wrap up where you you they they combine the entire all the prequels into one movie. And it's hmm. such better watching because it has like a couple like it's seriously it is about fifteen minutes from a Phantom Menace because that's all that matters. Right, <laughs> the entire movie yep. is a waste of time. Hey, there's a, there's a kid and there's Qui Gon and Qui Gon got stabbed at the end. Obi Wan has to train him. Yeah, yeah, they're they're like it just pretty much it's like this is pod racing <laughs> when it is not <laughs> pod racing. Um, Are you an angel? <laughs> oh my God. bones are aching, honey. There's a storm coming. <laughs> All right, hang on. I need to. Oh, I need man. to yell at my kids. I'll be right back. Give me thirty seconds. I'm gonna keep recording. <laughs> I need to go yell at my kids. <laughs> How very Vader of him. He has to oh yeah. Yell at his kids. Yeah. I saw some fan art of what what Dark Side Yoda would look like. Yeah, I've seen that before. It's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. But who knows? Like, I I really they really need to give. Like his species a name, so we can stop calling the thing in the Mandalorian baby Yoda. Yep. Uh, and what I think it's sexist though, because why isn't it baby uh, Yaggle? Yaggle? What? Oh my god! What? By the way, so that picture I just saw, the caption. Uh, this is somebody, a friend of mine on Facebook, posted who like isn't really into nerd culture kind of thing, and he posted it, and I don't think he even knows what it is. It's just looks like a sick ass league champion mid laner for sure. <laughs> 
What, no, it looks like Dark Side Yoda, you idiot. Yeah, yeah. it looks like oh, Dark Side man. Yoda. God, that hurts my feelings. Anyway, uh, Yaggle. Yeah. Yaggle was in the prequels. She. Uh, prequels. Yaddle. I'm sorry, not Yaggle. Yaddle. Yaddle here. She was of the same race as Yoda. Huh. So she was, in the, she was in the council, the Jedi Council. I've no memory of this woman. Yeah, she was in Clone Wars. <laughs> That's why I have no memory of her. Species. Yoda's species is what the Wikipedia list says. Yep. <laughs> Small, yeah. green, wrinkly, with pointy ears. Yeah. They 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 don't know anything about this species. And these are the this is the Wikipedia, like this is mm. This is Star Wars Wiki. Yep, she had a, a power somehow that they know, uh, called Maricho, uh, an ancient art that enabled the user to slow the opponent's bodily functions to the point of death. Right? That's like, I just forced killed you, like I stopped your heart. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's, my god, that's, that's a light side force ability. <laughs> can we just? Can are you looking at the same picture as I am? Can we just look at like getting a clip of her f- actually from the film? Yeah, yeah, where it's her, like, looking to the left. Yeah, just like, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a reason no one mistakes that for Yoda. Like, I don't know. It looks like yeah, a nobody thinks it's Yoda, but, like, it's obviously the same species, but... Eh, she has more hair than Yoda did, I think. Well, I mean, maybe that's Yoda's a female thing, or maybe she's, you know, she's only, like, 300 years old. Maybe, maybe, good point. She's a youngin'. <laughs> Little whippersnapper. Yaddle. I thought it was Yaggle. I, Yaggle's a better name than Yaddle. Yeah, I think it's Yaddle. Yaddle. I don't think it's Yaddle. <laughs> oh, but oh my god, do you know what else? Do you know who I miss? And somebody was talking about this. Do you remember the Q-tip Jedi? No. Oh, what? Oh, the one who talks about uh, the Wookiees on Kashyyyk? Uh, maybe. He's got the big white hair. He's kind of old and thin. No, no, no. no. Look they at even, this, so this, this race has the name. Oh. Yariel Poof was a male queer... Quermian. 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 Yeah, yeah. Quermian, Quermian. master. So this Q-tip race has an established name. We know what that race's <laughs> name is. But what, the, the I, most iconic character in Star Wars is literally called Yoda's race. It's not, that's, though. <laughs> no, that's what it is in the fandom Wikipedia. Oh, yeah, no, that's no, the Yoda's species. Race. Look, yeah. yeah, this is It's literally, this has its own thing. Yoda's species. <laughs> I'm just saying they haven't established it. There's a name for it. They're holding it out, though. They'll tell us in, like, season two of The Mandalorian or something. Sure. Because for now, they were... Oh, they pulled that from... They, they were... This is from Star Wars Card Trader. It's an, it's an app. That's where they got... This is, like, the most description you get of his race. <laughs> really? I'm just saying. They're holding out. They call the Baby Yoda the child in all the official merchandise. So they're intentionally mm-hmm. keeping it from us. They'll come out with it, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. I don't think they will. I think they'll continue to hold it on us. Well, okay. Anyway. It took them 40 years. They still haven't done it. It's mm, a good point, actually. Decent chance they never actually come back to it. <laughs> that is an excellent point. Why does the Mandalorian not just uh, carbon freeze the baby? Yeah, because it's like, just keep it safe. You know, doesn't, he doesn't need to feed it or change his diapers or anything. Just, just freeze it. Han was not in good shape when he got unfrozen. He was effectively blind for a while. Not a nice yeah, thing. Yeah, but Han was, day. Han, Han was less than 50 years old. 
<laughs> you know? Yes. So what's your point here? Exactly? He was in a, he was a 25 year old. You know, he he probably drank too much. You know, he was always hanging out like in those those bars with the elephants that played trumpet out of their elephant trunk. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Those guys. They probably have a name too. Actually. God. <laughs> they probably do. Probably. Have you guys seen the Have you guys seen the robot the robot chicken Star Wars stuff? Yes, it's good. Uh, not in a long time. Like this guy, the blue elephant guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, their their Star Wars stuff is all really good. <laughs> I like robot chicken a lot. They do okay. Who have an average memory? <laughs> <laughs> These socks are so good. So anyway, grand scheme of things, I'm never going back to Rise of Skywalker. There's nothing about it I want to revisit. So it didn't make that list, but I don't know. It didn't... I don't know. The Last Jedi (laughs) I was annoyed with, but I came out of Rise of Skywalker kind of hating it. So that's not a good sign. So I think I like this less than (laughs) Last Jedi. Do you think there'll be another trilogy after this? Oh, for sure. It's printing money. They'll do it. Um, yeah, but I don't think it'll be it'll it'll be offshoot and it it won't be considered saga. Well, they just hired Wait, Feige what? for this stuff though. If they got Kevin Feige for it and they're making him do Star Wars things, I imagine they'll try something like MCU for Star Wars. Oh yeah, yeah. They're gonna they're gonna have to they're gonna tie in like the Mandalorian's gonna meet like Finn when he was a stormtrooper or something, you know, like and they're gonna have that in a movie or something along those lines. Uh, like something weird's gonna happen. Maybe. Depends on how long the Mandalorian lives for. So he's still yeah. got like 30 years before... Well, not 30 years before he's born, but maybe like 15 before he's born. Yeah. He does lead... It's true. He leads a dangerous life, so... Yeah, but he's got all that best car. He'll be fine. <laughs> he does get shot a lot, and he is fine. So that's a good point. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, the season, or se- season... Not series. Season finale should be interesting. Comes out like yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. So that's... A lot of people... I have complaints about that show the fact that it's like it pretty much doesn't have plot um i don't care if it has plot or not it's a great show i really like it mm-hmm. it's very good that's fine i have no complaints because it's a show you know it's not like a it's not a movie that is like hard canon saga you know it's just like hey this is just a show in the world bill burr probably not the best idea but uh-huh. I thought he did nope. okay. I love it's like it's like oh cool. And what what planet are you from? And he's like fucking Boston. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> Effectively, yes. I really enjoyed that episode. Though. That's a fantastic episode. That was a great episode. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They had like pretty much all the characters from uh, you know Jabba Hut squad there, like at least the same races that were all represented there. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. That one like devil-looking guy who was in—I forget which movie he was in. He was like, oh, hey, yeah. hey, 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 hey. and one of the bar, like when the right. robots the, getting the tortured D&D or something. Group, yeah. Also, what's up in Return of the Jedi? How how are they torturing robots? Because they program you know? emotions and pain receptors into robots for reasons unknown. Because robots, droids, and stuff was a semi-sentient. Like, <laughs> who knows what's yeah. going on? Taking one last look at my friends. That was good. Well, oh, that was, no, that was terrible. That was terrible. All his friends I loved hated that him. Part. 
All, all they did people was standing dump in that room him. hate him. All they did was dump on him the whole time, and he's like, "They're my I best I like that part. Okay, but right. But it, if CP C3PO had been looking at Chewie, Han, and <laughs> Luke and Leia, I, I would buy it. Be like, yes, like Ray is nice to him at least. N- yeah, Ray's nice to everyone. Like That's she true. meets a random lizard in a cave and heals it for some that reason. But the whole true. point she's is that C three PO is is extre- he's like he he's so brilliant that he's extremely naive, you know. No, like he. Oh, no, well, but I mean, a whole lot better than prequel C three PO. He's all like, I'm quite beside myself <laughs> when he's like being dragged next to his body. Okay, but the C three PO storyline in Rise of Skywalker is another example of no consequences. Oh, I have to get my memory wiped to help them defeat the great evil. What a sacrifice I'm making! Just kidding. R two totally had perfect backups ready for me back at the camp. I lost nothing. It's I mean, dumb. at the same time, he he better have like it, if <laughs> these are sentient robots and they have all this technology that are, these droids are like do all I know can they can do anything he better have a backup of his memory somewhere yeah i know but also but why couldn't they, they have like found a wor- i bet they could have found a loophole to that thing it's like okay so you can't you can't translate this language but can you tell us where it is cuz you know where it is you're not translating it you just yeah. know where it is. Right. I he just so has too. the information like, already. In yeah. your own words. Yeah, it's, it's like, okay, so how about you tell me, like, <laughs> why don't you give me the coordinates compl- around, like, we can triangulate around the middle, but you don't actually have to say where it is. <laughs> you know, like, why don't you give me the coordinates to, like, the next, <laughs> right. the next closest <laughs> star system, then the next closest star system in the other direction. You know, and, like, like keep, right. keep doing that until <laughs> you're like, okay, now is it here? And he can be like, yes. You know, <laughs> but that's the whole thing. Is Exegol isn't on the charts. Like you have to go through some weird, twisty, wisty nebula thing to make it even to this planet. You can't just be like, "I'm coming at it." Yeah, I'm gonna hyperspace mm-hmm. here. Bam! You have to like go through some crazy whirlpool, like in Solo. Right, unless and well, you have to do that if you're a main character. You don't have to do that <laughs> if you're the rest of the galaxy. <laughs> Who says they didn't have right, to go right. through the twisty, wisty stuff? It's true. You th- but like all of them did that at the same time. <laughs> yes, at the yeah, exact they, they same time. Like a block. <laughs> Ray and the X-wing made it look like a tough it, maneuvering yeah, situation, did. where it's like, oh, better be careful. Like it might take the clips and off, then, like the then wings Boba off. Freak and then comes like, in and he's oh, all like, this. Boba. <laughs> you know, yay! He's the best. I love him so much. <laughs> Like not strapped in to the chair at all because for some reason gravity affects people and in, in spacecraft in, in these movies, you know. Um, and so he's just not strapped in, and he just comes out like, ah, Boba. <laughs> uh, but what's his actual name? Because I'm saying it wrong. Is it Bab- Babu? Boba Frick. Boba Freak. Frick, not Freak. Babu Frick. The tiny little thing. The tiny. Oh yeah, Boba yeah. Frick. So yeah. he should have been eaten by something. He's too small. Like, I don't care where you're living. Do they have rats there? The rats probably ate him when he was a baby. Like, there's no way. Yeah, swamp rats. That's all. He's adorable, but he's too tiny. Why is his name also Boba? It's not. Is it spelled the same? I thought it was Bubba. Like, it's B-U-B-A. It's, it's Boba. Is it B-O-B-A. Boba Freak? Um, they're brothers? Wait, no. It's Boba Bo- Freak. Bubo. Told you. Freak. Ah. B-U-B-O. Bubo Freak. Bubo Freak. Freak. Bubo. Frick. But at the same time, you know, there's one thing that I like about Game of Thrones, and I like about um, Game of Thrones, and like Wheel of Time, and, and a lot of these fantasy series. They name people the same name every once in a while. Yeah. Because that, like, we're in a galaxy full of people. 
one Luke. <laughs> no. <laughs> you don't true. know that. There, there could have been like 80,000 stormtroopers named Luke. Yeah, you just don't know. Yeah, every single character. There are like 800 people's characters' names developed. Not a single one of them shares a name. That's weird. Sure. <laughs> Kind of I was pretty excited. Never, I was like, "How cool! They have a boba." Nope, they no. have a bubbo. See, bubbo frick, <laughs> called it. <laughs> I'm bubbo frick. Uh. <laughs> he was, he was great. Uh. That's how you sell toys, right there. He's going to be such a good Lego piece. It's going to be adorable. You're going to lose him so fast, he'll be tiny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to put him. In scale to a, in like an actual character is going to be impossible. <laughs> I haven't even bought him yet. I haven't even bought that Lego set yet, and I've already lost him. <laughs> but I mean, okay. But going to um, ah, I lost it. The oh no, I had a point, and then I got distracted by Legos. Whatever. I know. It was just another example of how nothing had any meaning. I was just making the same point again. It's fine. We can leave it. Yeah, that's that's pretty much all the points I have to say. I didn't enjoy it, not going back. Kind of hated my experience there. Uh, I thought the kiss between Ray and uh, Kylo was weird. And again, unearned. I think it was unnecessary, <laughs> for sure. Well, she's dead. And then she gets raised from the dead, and the first thing she wants to do is mack out with this guy. Seems like mac odd timing. Mack out? I've never heard. It's, it's, it's Babu, B-A-B-U. I was Babu, Babu, Frick. Babu Frick. I, I was like looking at literally there was merchandise that I was looking at and it was like it, it calls it yeah this literally look oh this one's B yeah they, they spell it wrong on this website <laughs> who do I believe starwars.com or jedibusiness.com jedibusiness well, here's the thing. In the headline, they call it Boobo Frick, but it, like the first sentence of the actual article, they call it Babu. So. Yeah, yeah. That's because like everything else in this film, he has 37 seconds of screen time and doesn't mean anything. <sighs> there are the bones of a good movie here. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was going to talk about Rose. So, of all the examples of things where... They were obviously reading the Star Wars fan boards and just trying to placate the angry masses after The Last Jedi. It was the sidelining of Rose. They were like, we read a hundred posts about people who hate Rose with a passion and want her to be dead. So we're just going to sideline her entirely in this film. She will do nothing and be nothing and have three lines. I hope that appeases the angry masses on the internet. Why? Why are you doing this? It would not surprise me if she was like, look... You've got me contracted for another movie, but I will. I want a, like a tiny role in this. Like she, because people like attacked her personally. I would yeah. not be surprised if she was like, "Look, I'll fulfill my contract, but I don't give me a role." Like, I, I wouldn't surprise yeah. me if she opted for that herself. Okay, I can see that. That is a reasonable explanation. But but at the same time, it's like, hey Finn, she uh, saved your life there, buddy. Do you maybe want to give her more than like a pat on the shoulder? Well, she also lip-raped him, so I don't think they're friends. Uh, I think he's over that. Right. Uh, maybe. Maybe he is. Maybe he's not. Did you guys see there was some guy who, like, in, you know, way before the trailers came out for this, predicted... It was actually before Last Jedi even came out, he predicted that Rey was a Palpatine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that yeah. theory a bunch of times. Although- His, he was spot on. 
Well, yeah, he was spot right. on. But one of the other, like, I don't know if it's the same guy, but I saw that the um, the the, the, the linchpin logic point of the argument that one of the people was making was. Oh, some of her, like, attacks with her staff look similar to how Palpatine moved when he was killing Jedi in Revenge yeah, of the Sith. And it's lightsaber like... <laughs> fighting style is genetic for some reason. Right. What the right. crap? But, hey, man, she, yeah, she, she, <laughs> they, they said, and they did the research, it was like, so, on, like, he's the only person who actually thrusted with the lightsaber, and she also thrusted. And that was, like, in all the movies and all the shows, yeah. nobody else had that style. So it was just kind of like, maybe that's just where... <laughs> Genetically, because of their bone bone structure, that's a comfortable thing to do. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. um, this is so stupid. Uh, Replying yeah, too I, much so logic. One thing. To I, this. Okay. One thing I did like uh, in in uh, the, about the film that I just wanted to talk mm-hmm. about. And this will probably be my last bit. Is Ray was extremely inexperienced in the lightsaber. She was just like literally raw badass. That's the only reason why she was able to go toe to toe against Luke Skywalker trained, you know, Jedi Master, uh, Sith Lord guy. Um, but whatever he he had a weird fighting style right so she he would you know turn his he would hold his lightsaber backwards um and kind of like do that upward sweeping motion as soon as he does that once ray immediately does it back the same thing to him she adjusts her lightsaber because she's like oh is that how you use this thing and i thought i thought that was kind of cool like because she's literally just that fast of a learner to where she just picks that kind of stuff up but at the same time she's that fast of a learner then how come whenever she's getting trained she's like oh i can't do it you know like i I, it's not i guess it's because like her life has to be on the line she just works well under pressure or something but well i saw an argument that if you believe that ray is a mary sue and that she has unearned abilities and everything that she ever tries and never fails because they're propping up this female character then for her reaction to not being able to communicate with the past Jedi is realistic because she's never failed at anything before. So it's a new experience and it probably feels really hard, harder than the the average person Mm -hmm. who's actually dealt with setbacks. Mm. Anyway, it's like, it's like the honor student thing. Like people who are, they've never had, had to be challenged their whole lives. And then they get into college and and they get a B and they melt down. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, what? Yeah. What? But a, I, what, wait, what do you mean? I actually have to do the homework. Yeah. So, exactly. Okay. I, I have a question. Palpatine needed Rey so that he could like Sith possess her or whatever and continue on as the Empress. Yes. But why didn't he just use his like Rey's mother or father, whichever one he spawned, right? Like the assassin he sends to find Rey clearly finds the parents. Yeah. Why would that not have worked with them? I don't think they were force sensitive. So it just skips a generation. Or this time it, it, did, it can, yeah, yeah. I mean, who knows how that works? Okay. So I do want to say that Ray's sure. mom is played by the incredible Jodie Comer, who's mm. a ridiculously talented actress that they gave 15 seconds She's of screen so time good. to, and gave her zero I lines. Know. What the who is hell? This? She who why? Is this? No, she screams no. Does she? Have oh, you she seen Killing someone? Eve? Uh, we've talked about Killing Eve. I've seen it. That's who, that's basically what it we're talking is. about. It is so good. She's she ridiculously is, good. She's the whole show. Yeah. Gosh, she's so good. Why the crap would she's they cast actress. someone who's so, so phenomenal for the tiniest part in the entire movie? I guess maybe that is a smaller part. Why would they cast Pedro pa- Pascal if he never takes his helmet off? I'm also angry about that. <laughs> you know this. <laughs> I do, I do know that, but I yeah. actually had a thought the other day, which, which is, what if he's just doing voiceovers and it's not him in the suit? And okay, they just again, hired him for his voice. It doesn't sound like him either. 
It, it does, does sound not like sound him. like Pedro Pascal. I, um, it took. I, I it. I had to be told it was him. Yeah, I don't think it sounds like him. I recognized his voice, but I wasn't like, "Oh, that's Pedro Pascal." You like this? But I mean, like to be fair, he. You know, after Game of Thrones, like he doesn't really have a face anymore. Like, I mean, Marcos, I get why they had to cover that up. About? I'm kidding. I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What? Because his face gets blown up. And oh, and right, because he like pushes his eyes in or whatever. Yeah. And, and then collapses his, face his skull. Yeah. 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 I've never like shied away from the TV in my entire life more than that moment. Like that was that, okay. I was there like are, there hiding behind my couch. Yeah. So that one, like, okay, three most disturbing things I've seen. I think that's up there. Like the things just stuck with me, and like I yeah. couldn't sleep that night because yeah. it's just replaying in my mind. Yeah. Um, have you ever seen that show, uh, Gunpowder? Nope. No. It has uh, Kirk, whatever from Game of Thrones. He plays. He. It's like about the, uh, um, God. What is it called? Guy Fox story. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, really early in the in the first episode, like a lady gets like crushed to death because they're like torturing her, you know, publicly. It was just like that era. Um, and then, like, it shows a guy who, like, this kid looks like he's, like, 16-year-old kid gets, like, drawn and quartered. And it's just graphic. And it's just, I, it just kind of, even, it doesn't come out of nowhere because they just, it's, like, uh, they're obviously torturing. But I didn't know, like, what extent they were going to go. I had to turn the TV off. I was, like, I, it was horrible. And then also Walking Dead. I don't know if you guys uh, I've seen a bit of that. that show. I've seen a bit. Uh, oh, guy gets, a guy gets, his, like, one of the main characters gets, like, beat up with a baseball bat. And, like he gets hit in the head so hard his eye kind of pops out a little bit Ooh. it's just like hmm. yeah it's 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 a rough watch <laughs> like it's one of those things where i had to i had to like stand up and leave the room like oh my god <laughs> i've never had god, that feeling I, so, some like they they can take things too far you know it's like i it's like you're ruining my life <laughs> please don't show this to me uh, Ugh. incredible anyway nice happy star wars film now i'm talking about the most gruesome things i've ever seen on television mm-hmm. but yeah Full circle. Anyway, yeah, Yaddle's pretty good, right? <laughs> favorite. It's my favorite member of Yoda's species. <laughs> yeah, Yaddle. Mysterious species that doesn't have any. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it wasn't garbage. There's things that I enjoyed from the film. I, I mean, I thought that the lightsaber fight at the ruins of the Death Star, which shouldn't exist, was really visually stunning. It was fine. <laughs> it was fun. It's one of the better lightsaber battles in the entire Star Wars universe, but. Mm-hmm. Other just fleeting moments of stuff that I liked, but everything else, I was just shaking my head and rolling my eyes, and just I couldn't believe what I was experiencing. So, good times, good times at the theater. Anyway, on yep. that note, anything else we want to say before we wrap up? Uh, uh, one sec, I I have I have a rebuttal for you. Ooh, okay. Oh man, it's not playing the gift. <laughs> Never I know where this is going. <laughs> uh. I, I'm sorry. You thought the other thing was the best lightsaber fight <laughs> in the series? Um, what about Revenge of the Sith? Where they windmill around each other? Yeah, no. And don't touch each other at all. Overall, that whole fight is really good, though. That final Obi-Wan-Anakin fight at the end of Revenge of the Sith is really good. Steven Spielberg directed it. That explains a lot. I mean, That's all fun. he did with the movie. They brought him in literally just for that fight. Really? Yeah, that's he, yeah, which is actually like the the last quarter of the movie. But I mean, hmm. which is awesome. You know, and that's one thing the prequels really did though is they were like, they put the action sequences were great. Mm. 
Some of them were like ridiculous, but I mean, like they they there was some good choreography. The, the problem with the prequels is that they tried, they jumped the gun on the CGI too early. They're like, this is this is incredible. Look how realistic this is. But I remember even in the theaters, I was like, wow, that looks really CGI. <laughs> you know, like it was just actually because it wasn't poorly done. It was probably the most impressive CGI I've ever seen. But I was like, yeah, but I can still tell this is made by a computer. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like bring back the puppets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Baby well, Yoda is a puppet. So. Yeah, he's a puppet. He's adorable. But the lightsaber fight between with Qui Gon and Obi Wan versus Darth Maul is really good in Amazing Phantom Menace. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, and, and the music got the score, sixty percent of it. Yes. Yeah. You know the bartender with like the eyepiece is uh is the original composer for for Star Wars. Is John Williams? Yeah. He's he's like the bartender in, in oh, yeah, yeah, one yeah, of the yeah. bars in the yeah. movie. Isn't he yeah. like ninety? Yeah. He's making a drink. Yep. Huh. He he literally just grimaces and that's it. It's <laughs> like all he does is like look up and like scowl. Yeah, his name in the movie is also like an anagram of the word maestro. Right. Is uh, okay. I forget what it is, but or yeah. yeah, yeah. Also, uh Rise of Skywalker. Kind of forgettable musically. Yeah, I can't think of a musical moment, unfortunately. The- the only music that really like rings true in like I'd say that the, the entire sequel trilogy is like Ray's theme, which I really right. enjoy. Yeah, consistently pretty good. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Has anyone got anything else to say? Closing thoughts? Mm. Hope for the future? Gifts for the future? No. <laughs> just, just this. <laughs> Which people can't hear on the podcast, so uh. no visual visual gags on an audio podcast. Fantastic. Put them in the show notes. That'll be great. They will be in the show notes. I like adding... Just like no context, this one. Sure, no context. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Good stuff. No, I, I. That's it. You're good. I'm good. Somicron's good. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. In five minutes, I'm gonna remember like eight things I wanted to talk about, but. Just uh, you know, open Audacity back up, record it, send it to us. I'll snip it on at the end. No one will notice. Yeah, yeah. and I'll just I'll just do about my best Falcon Paladin impression. Be like to, to just tear it apart. Do it. Go for it. <laughs> Try. And then and then just throw in like a nar. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Which Samacron still denies he does. I do denies. not nar like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> all right man let's... so i went i went into pig stream and and dropped a, a like i was like nar and he's like are you making fun of me how i say nar mate and i was like oh now i feel bad because he like wasn't amused uh. Uh. <laughs> i was like i was like oh nar oh nar nah, i can't man. sorry i can't hop on these podcasts and not <laughs> not, not drop a nar drop a <laughs> All right. Well, well thanks that, for having me, guys. Yeah, it's going to be it from us. It's been Duddles. You want to plug anything before you go? I have absolutely nothing to plug. Awesome. Check him out on Twitter. We'll put his uh, Twitter handle in the show notes. And, yeah, check out the merch. Check out the Patreon page if you like uh, supporting us that way. And until next time, as always, thanks for being here. And you take care of yourself. Goodbye.